0: Episode four of Macbeth by William Shakespeare, performed by members of Suitcase Theatre Company in Abergavenny, Wales. This episode is entitled A Little Water Clears Us of This Deed. Macbeth murders King Duncan, but returns to his wife carrying the bloody daggers in his hands. She chides him and takes them back to the king's bedchamber. The following morning, after being admitted by the porter, Macduff discovers the death of the king and awakens all the castle to witness the crime.
1: That which has made them drunk has made me bold. What hath quenched them hath given me fire. Hark! Peace! It was the owl that shrieked, the fatal bellman, which gives the sterns good night. He is about it. The doors are open, and the surfeited grooms do mock their charge with snores. I have drugged their possets, that death and nature do contend about them, whether they live or die.
2: Who's there? What? Who?
1: I am afraid they have awaked, and tis not done. The attempt, and not the deed, confounds us. Hark! I laid their daggers ready, he could not miss them. Had he not resembled my father... As he slept, I had done't. My husband?
2: I have done the deed. Didst thou not hear a noise?
1: I heard the owl's scream and the cricket's cry. Did not you speak? When? Now.
2: As I descended? Aye. Hark! Who lies in the second chamber?
1: Donalbane.
2: This is a sorry sight.
1: A foolish thought to say a sorry sight.
2: There's one did laugh in sleep, and one cried murder, that they did wake each other. I stood and heard them, but they did say their prayers and address them again to sleep.
1: There are two lodged together.
2: One cried, God bless us, and Amen the other, as they had seen me with these hangmen's hands. listening their fear, I could not say Amen when they did say, God bless us.
1: Consider it not so deeply. But
2: wherefore could not I pronounce Amen? I had most need of blessing, and Amen stuck
1: in my throat. These deeds must not be thought after these ways, so it will make us mad.
2: Methought thought, I heard a voice cry, Sleep no more. Macbeth does murder sleep. The innocent sleep, sleep. That knits up the raveled sleeve of care. The death of each day's life. Sore labour's bath. Balm of hurt minds. Great nature's second course. Chief nourisher in life's feast. What do you mean? Still it cried. Sleep no more to all the house. Glam's hath murdered sleep. And therefore Cordor shall sleep no more. Macbeth shall sleep no more.
1: Who was it that thus cried? Why, worthy Thane, you do unbend your noble strength to think so brainsickly of things. Go, get some water and wash this filthy witness from your hand. Why did you bring these daggers from the place? They must lie there. Go, carry them and smear the sleepy grooms with blood.
2: I'll go no more. I'm afraid to think what I have done. Look on't again, I dare not.
1: Infirm of purpose! Give me the daggers. The sleeping and the dead are but as pictures. Tis the eye of childhood that fears a painted devil. If he do bleed, I'll gild the faces of the grooms withal, for it must seem their guilt.
2: Whence is that knocking? How is with me when every noise appalls me? What hands are here? <sighs> They pluck out mine eyes. Will all great Neptune's ocean wash this blood clean from my hand? No. This, my hand, will rather the multitudinous seas incarnadine making the green one red.
1: My hands are of your colour, but I shame to wear a heart so white. I hear a knocking at the south entry. Retire we to our chamber. A little water clears us of this deed. How easy is it then? Your constancy hath left you unattended. Hark! More knocking. Get on your nightgown, lest occasion call us and show us to be watchers. Be not lost so poorly in your thoughts.
2: To know my deed, were best not know myself. Wait, Duncan, with thy knocking! Would thou couldst?
3: Here's a knocking indeed. If a man were porter of, of gate, he should have old turning the key. Knock, knock, knock. Who's there in the name of Beelzebub? Oh, he is a farmer that hanged himself on the expectation of plenty. Come in time. I've napkins an hour about you here you'll sweat for knock knock who's there in the 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 other devil's name oh faith is an equivocator that could could swear in both the scales against either scale who committed treason enough, for God's sake, yet could not equivocate to heaven. Oh, come in, equivocator. Knock, knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, Faith, here's an an English tailor. Come hither for stealing out of a French hose. Come in, Taylor. Here you may roast your goose. Knock, knock. Never a quiet. And what are you? Oh, but this place is too cold for El. I'll devil porter it no further. I had thought to have let in some of, some of all professions that go the uh, primrose way to the everlasting bonfire. (coughs) Anon! Anon! Oh, oh, I pray you, remember the porter. Was it so
4: late, friend, ere you went to bed, that you do lie so late?
3: Oh, faith, sir. We were carousing till the second cock. And drink, sir, is a great provoker
4: of three things. What three things does drink
3: especially provoke? Marry, sir, a nose painting, a sleep and urine. Lechery, sir, it provokes and unprovokes. It provokes the desire, but it takes away the performance. Therefore, much drink may be said to be an equivocator with lechery. Why, it makes him and it mars him. It sets him on and it takes him off. It persuades him. And disheartens him, makes him uh, stand to, and not stand to. In conclusion, equivocates him in a sleep, and giving him the lie, leaves him.
4: I believe drink gave thee the lie last night.
3: Oh, that it did, sir, in the very throat on me. But. I requited him for his lie, and I think being too strong for him, though he took up my legs some time, yet I made a shift to uh, bleh,
4: cast him. Is thy master stirring? Oh, our knocking has awaked him. Here he comes. Good morrow, noble sir. Good morrow, both. Is the king stirring, a worthy thane? Not yet. He did command me to call timely on him. I've almost slipped the hour. I'll bring you to him. I know this is a joyful trouble to you, but yet tis one. The labour we delight in, physics pain. This is the door. I'll make so bold to call, for tis my limited service. Goes the king hence today. He does. He did appoint so. The night has been unruly. Where we lay, our chimneys were blown down. And as they say, lamentings heard in the air, strange screams of death and prophesying with accents terrible, of dire combustion and confused events, new hatched to the woeful time. The obscure bird clamoured the livelong long night. Some say the earth was feverish and did shake. T'was a rough night. My young remembrance cannot parallel a fellow to it. Oh, horror, horror, horror! Tongue nor heart cannot conceive nor name thee. What's the matter? What's the matter? Confusion now hath made his masterpiece. Most sacrilegious murder hath broke open the Lord's anointed temple and stole thence the life of the building. What is to say? Will oh, Majesty. Alive, approach the chamber and destroy your sight with a new Gorgon? Do not bid me speak. See and then speak yourselves. Awake! Awake, ring the alarm bell, murder and treason, Banquo and Donalbane. Malcolm, awake, shake off this downy sleep, death's counterfeit, and look on death itself. Up, up, and see the great doom's image. Malcolm, Banquo, as from your graves, rise up and walk like sprites to countenance
1: this horror. Ring the bell! What's the business that such a hideous trumpet calls to parley the sleepers of the house? Speak, speak.
4: Oh, gentle lady, 'tis not for you to hear what I can speak. The repetition in a woman's ear would murder as it fell. Oh, Banquo, Banquo, our royal master's murdered.
1: Oh, alas, what, in our house?
2: Too cruel anywhere. Dear Duff, I prithee. Contradict thyself and say it is not so. Had I but died an hour before this chance, I had lived a blessed time. For from this instant there's nothing serious in mortality. All is but toys. Renown and grace is dead. The wine of life is drawn, and the mere lease is left this vault to brag of. What is amiss? You are, and do not note. The spring, the head, the fountain of your blood is stopped. The very source of it is stopped. Your
4: royal father's murdered.
2: Oh, by whom? Those of his chamber, as it seemed,
4: had done. Their hands and faces were all badged with blood. So were their daggers, which, unwiped, we found upon their pillows. They stared and were distracted. No man's life was to be trusted with them.
2: Oh, yet I do repent me of my fury that I did kill them. Wherefore did you so? Who can be wise, amazed, temperate and furious, loyal and neutral in a moment. No man. The expedition of my violent love outrun the pause of reason. Here lay Duncan, his silver skin laced with his golden blood, and his gash stabs looked like a breach in nature for ruins' wasteful entrance. There the murderers, steeped in the colours of their trade, their daggers unmannerly breached with gore. Who could refrain that had a heart to love, and in that heart courage to make love known?
1: Help me hence.
2: Oh.
0: Look to the lady. Why do we hold our tongues that most may claim this argument for ours? What should be spoken here, where our fate hid in an auger hole may rush and seize us? Let's away. Our tears are not yet brewed. Nor our strong sorrow upon the foot of motion. Look to the lady,
2: and when we have our naked frailties hid, that suffer in exposure, let us meet and question this most bloody piece of work, to know it further. Fears and scruples shake us. In the great hand of God I stand, and thence against the undivulged pretense I fight of treasonous malice. And so do I. So So all. Let's briefly put on manly readiness and meet to the hall together.
0: Well 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 -contented. contented. What will you do? Let's not consult with them. To show an unfelt sorrow is an office which the false man does easy. I'll to England. To Ireland, aye. Our separated fortune shall keep us both the safer. Where we are, there's daggers in men's smiles. The nearer in blood, the nearer bloody. This murderous shaft that's shot hath not yet lighted, and our safest way is to avoid the aim therefore to horse and let us not be dainty of leave-taking, but shift away. There's warrants in that theft, which steals itself when there's no mercy left. In this episode of Macbeth, Lady Macbeth was played by Jackie Danielle, and Macbeth by John Lovett. Rob Bell played the porter, Dave Simcock played Macduff, and Steve Hart was Lennox. The part of Banquo was played by Rob Jenkins, Joe Pugh was Malcolm, and Cosmo Baller played Donald Bain. The play was directed by William Gilbert.